I think I'm kind of giving Mia Thermopolis when she gets the makeover and she goes to school in the white bucket hat and to like hide her, her look. Yeah. You're kidding me. I could be wrong. Are you inspired? This is your San Francisco moment. It is. Yeah, we've been there. Have we been there yet? Not yet. April second, we're at San Francisco. April third, we're in Seattle. Seattle. April April twenty seventh, we're in Boston. Boston. Late show, and we can't wait to see you. I can't. I hope someone's going to all of these. I want someone to hit up every single venue. Yes. You want to watch Frozen? I would love to. I would love to watch Frozen. I want to hear Let It Go. I want to see Kristoff. I don't want to see Kristoff. It's just going to bring up like some past stuff. Like some. Yeah, some some of that. Some of that jerky meat. Have you jerked off to Kristoff? No, I wouldn't say that I have. Been. Good, Good children. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Good Children, the podcast for hosts Joe Edges and Andrew Muscarella. Reflect on our 22 years of friendship growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s, and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and toys that come along with it. And this is brought to you live in front of a studio audience in Orlando, Florida. Woo! So that was... Um, I'm high energy. You're high energy and I'm loving it. It it's was kind of giving it's like... It was mania. Yeah. And was it giving Double Dare 2000? It was. Double Dare. Double, Double Dare 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah, they all. At, when you realize, like, most game shows, most live performances, it really is a product of mania. Everyone's manic. Everyone's manic. Everyone in every single legend of the Hidden Temple was a little bit manic, manic. you know? Yeah. Those silver monkeys were out of their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. I'll take the mania if I can drop the depression. Exactly. It's like, I want to be manic all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's why I love Halsey's album. If anyone, if you're one, listen, if you're someone who won't give Halsey a chance because of Tumblr, because of the culture, because you think she's annoying, you're, you're the annoying one. Is that tone? I'm sorry. I'm trying to uplift Halsey. You're right. And I think she deserves it. She's great. I literally love a few of her songs. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking toys. Toys, toys, toys. Today we're talking toys. toys. We're talking about nostalgic toys from our childhood. And we're talking about all of the the repercussions and weird rules and gender rules. And the feelings. The feelings and perhaps the sexual awakenings that came along with it. Yeah. I am, I feel like I just did drugs. It, you are giving drugs. I'm giving drugs. It's that we just went for a walk. Yeah, and sometimes you just need that I think euphoric before every episode, air. I need a walk. Yeah. Because I'm feeling amazing. You're feeling amazing. And I'm ready to dive deep. And as I was on the walk, Joe was like, something's up with off. you. Something's up with you. And there, I wasn't wrong. You weren't wrong. You are being quiet. Yeah, I was really quiet. Were you dehydrated? I'm, I was very dehydrated. Did you drink water? I'm drinking. Can we do some affirmations? I would love... Um, I am confident. I am confident. I am intelligent. I am intelligent. I light up every room I walk into. I light up every room that I walk into. My confidence inspires other people. My confidence inspires other people. I don't chase. I attract. I don't chase. I attract. I have everything I truly need. I have everything I truly need. And I am so fucking grateful. And I am so fucking grateful. And I'm good enough. And I'm good enough. I think... From this point forward, we affirm at the beginning of every episode. Yes. Why not? I Why hope not? you guys are used, get used to it because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Um, this is helping us. It's really helping me. I'm really yeah. changing in real time. <laughs> Do you remember your favorite toy? 
My favorite toy. Were you much of a toy head? I wasn't a toy. See, I was a toy head when I was like a kid kid, yeah. but that was like Barbie toys. Right. I did play with brats, toy, but I was yeah. more of a stuffed animal. I was going to say the one toy of yours I remember, because I went to your house twice, was <laughs> yep. the don- like donkey stuffed animal from Shrek. Uh-huh. And it was like a pretty decent sized donk. It was I had some big donks in my house. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that donkey stuffed animal, and I was like, fuck, I need that. I did love to sleep with a stuffed animal. Aw, why don't you anymore? Oh, my God. And I used to... No. I used to tuck them all under the covers and wish them all a good night. Oh, it was sweet. Why don't you sleep with a stuffed animal anymore? I got that Build-A-Bear. I sleep with it every night. It's literally You're changing right. my mental health. You didn't get it for yourself. Someone got that for my you. My sister got it for me. So, so my I birthday's have to, get, I have to get you a stuffed animal. My birthday's coming up. We have a P.O. box. We, guys, we have a P.O. box. So and if you like, want to send Andrew and me some stuffed animals, you know, actually, I don't want this. I don't want any more stuffed animals. I'd take one. If you want to send us some luxury candles, um, I would take, honestly, cash checks. You know, cash, cash, checks, um, um, loose change. If loose, you have it, I'll take loose change. Whatever you help. got, loose change would help. But yeah, I was just playing with stuffed animals. I was doing a lot of like. Um, were you talking? I guess it was like you were chitting and chatting. Yeah, I was. I anything that were you I did. About to call it improv. Is that what you were about to say? Were those words about to leave? Was it not? Is it not improv? I think it's just called playing pretend as a child. I think it's playing pretend as a child, I guess. Improv with the stuffed animals? Because I'm like, I'm bouncing off of. Yes, Ed. Was it like dogs and cats? Like, what were the stuffed animals? Yeah, so my stuffed animals that I had were um, teddy bears. I had Chloe and Lamar. Yeah. I had the donks. I Chloe had... and Lamar. It wasn't like you were six. No, it was like I was sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, if not. Older. older no maybe no i think it was, it was like sixth oh seven sixth or yeah. seventh grade yeah those were the ones definitely like they were sleeping with me like nightly yeah i was tossing and turning with chloe and lamar i'm like i was going through everything they were probably I'm going sh- through too yeah i'm sure i was in that relationship what were you playing with you played with every you damn toy me. under the damn you sun you know me I had the Webkins. I had the Littlest Pet Shops. Mm-hmm. I had the Club Penguins toys. There was the physical toys you could get. They had Puffles, anything like that. I had Beanie Babies. Yep. I had every Harry Potter toy known to mankind. Yep. I had Bratz. I had Boy Bratz. I had the Baby Bratz. I had the yes, Bratz Ski Lodge. I had the um, Hogwarts house. I loved the dinosaur toys. I loved any like animal <laughs> toys like that. Um, I had an American Girl doll horse. One of the horses loved that horse. You almost life size. I was about to say you probably gave that horse all of you. Oh, literally. It seems like I fucked the horse. <laughs> um, I had a Robo Sapien. I had the the other one, the lizard. Yeah, I just loved playing pretend. Mm-hmm. Like I think that the, at my core, like I literally loved playing with toys because I was like, I get to create worlds, and yep. like it was my the fantasy. Favorite. Yeah, and like getting a like a dollhouse. Like I know my cousin Alyssa had a big ass, a huge fucking dollhouse in her basement. Like huge, like like almost like I mean, probably as an adult was probably small, but like as a kid, I was like, this thing is bigger than me. And like being able to play with dolls in that dollhouse was like my favorite activity. It was like this is a dream. Was it like an actual house itself, or did it open up? It opened up. 
but yeah, I just like yeah. playing pretend. I've talked about before the feeling of no longer feeling socially acceptable to play with toys, mm. like, was a life ruiner. I was like, what am I yeah. supposed to do with my time? It was also a level of responsibility. I feel like when you had toys, at least I took on, like, a motherly role to my toys like I wanted to make sense you were a mother I was a mother to my toys and like I wanted to make sure that they were being taken care of that they were being spoken to that they were being brushed that they were being placed properly in certain places you know what I mean like that they were sitting up and maybe this is like okay that's fair yeah you know what I mean I mean a toy story toy story fucked us all up it fucked us up Toy Story, I literally could not get rid of my toys because I was like, they are real. I was like, they're going to wake. I went through so many phases that I was like, they're going to wake up in the middle of the night and they need to feel comfortable. I accepted it. I was like, you're going to walk around. Because we were children who watched Toy Story. Why would Toy Story be fake? I was like, yeah, they're all alive. You're like, wait, they're not in the same space. They're not in the same they spot. They moved. They moved. Speaking of toy trauma, Chucky. Were you terrified of Chucky? I was, of course I was terrified of Chucky. Why? I didn't want to speak. I didn't even want to say his name. Yeah. Because I felt like if I said his name, he was coming up. for me. Why was I so afraid of Chucky? Like that little, that, that little, little loser. Would you just censor bitch? Mm-hmm. That was nice of you. It was very classy. Right? Yeah. I thought so. But yeah, no, there was something. He had a chokehold on us as children that, yeah. like, why? I was so afraid that Chucky was going to get me. He was out to get me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, now looking at it, like, I wish Chucky would show up because I do think we would get along in a very serious way. Yeah. And they rebooted it, and he's, like, friends with the little gay kid now. I haven't watched. Like, I don't really even think I've seen Chucky. I, my dad used to make me watch every horror movie, but I haven't seen it since I was, like, five. I don't know, and I hate to say it. What do you say it first? You talk first. What were, no, what were you going to say? Because I was gonna say I was gonna bring up the sexual awakenings. I was about to bring up the sexual awakenings. Shut up! I was gonna say I hate to say it, but a lot of these toys made me very horny. Yeah, the, a lot of the toys woke you up because mm, mm. it stinks. It, it stinks. does stink it because stinks. like it stinks in here. As a ki- it smells, and as a kid, it's like these toys are clothed, and you can remove those and you clothes. can remove those clothes. So you're a curious kid. And you're like, all right, what if I took off these jorts? And what if you what did? What if I did that? And then there was a defined butt and a flat little bulge. And a tuck. A tuck. And I'm like, I, I was like, that's what I'm supposed know to look like. To do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, every I there was many toys in my life that made me gay. I would say one of them was a Van Helsing toy. Why was I playing with Van Helsing? You remember Van Helsing? Mm. Van Helsing is like a, in the lore of like he's like a vampire. Slayer. Oh yes, yes. Then yes, they yes, made yes, a yes. movie in like the early two thousands, yeah. and there was like I forgot maybe it was Hugh Jackman or someone who played him, and it was like this buff ass toy, and he had like a bunch mm. of clothes on. I was like, ah, 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 ah. do you think that honestly toys have created body dysmorphia? Yeah, let's open up my treasure chest that I have next to me. Let's do it. Next to me today is our Dr. Squatch barrel. And inside the barrel is a few of my personal favorite toys from childhood. I'm like scared. Um, I'm scared it's actually crazy. Like, this is the most fun thing we've ever done in this podcast, in my opinion. Starting off strong. Strong? Strong. Are you guys familiar with a Mr. Steel, a Mr. Max Steel? Max Steel my heart because... His pants are currently off. Why were his pants off? 
Um, because we, we were, were together, both, we both took, took them, them off together and looked at him. So disgusting. <laughs> I was really deranged. So Max Steele. Max Steele is wearing a harness. harness. He's wearing a harness and a bathing suit, and that's it. This doll, there was like a hundred iterations of Max Steel, and most of them involved like aquatic. Like he was like, was he jumping out of a plane with that harness? Yeah, probably, probably something like that into the water. Yeah, and that's horny. That it. Yeah, that's a horny. Act. That's horny. What they didn't do with the harness though is like, I feel like normally when you're jumping out of a plane or something, it's there's a crotch harness. If they put a crotch harness on him, you would have lost your shit. Yeah, I had about thirty Max Steel toys. Yep. I would say, and. All of them look like Brendan Fraser in The Mummy, so one yep. of the hottest men alive, and then have bulging, bulging biceps, bulging forearms. The calves? The A tattoo? hand ready to jerk. No, oh, stop, the jerk hand. The calves, the thighs on this doll, and the abs and the pecs, the back. The back. And I'm sorry, I'm going to take off his pants. Because Joe, this is crazy. Look at this thing. I had thirty of them. I'm straight. Um, are you familiar with a juju pet? Of course, I know a juju pet. Oh my! God. I don't really remember a juju I pet. I do. Can you pass? Yeah, I can turn her on. I think. Oh, it reminds me of. It reminds me of Lilo and Daisy. Daisy. <gasps> <gasps> Are you fucking <laughs> me? Are you kidding me? Holy shit. For our she listeners. saw you. For our listeners, our little gerbil ass hamster that was supposed to be crawling its way to me did a quick 180 pivot and went right back to Joe. That was crazy. Come on, baby. This isn't funny anymore, and I don't want to do this podcast, quite frankly, I can't be friends with you. It doesn't like you. No. So what was the appeal? You had one of these? I had one of these. Yeah, I think the appeal was just like, again, it's your pet. You're taking care of it. It goes away from you. It comes right back. That was its whole appeal. I think think that's why it's like never happening right now. I don't think it's ever going to come to me because I think it's always going to just do a little, a little pivot. Right now we are playing with a Harry Potter toy. He has a rope. He has jeans on. He has a rugby shirt. He's almost disturbing Andrew in the face. You're freaked out. I didn't like when I looked into his eyes. I'll say that. Yeah. He's feeling human. Very, very human. Yeah. Why'd you do that? What if his neck broke off? Sorry. It's like literally like a 25-year-old toy. It smells like vinegar. Yeah, I feel like growing up, I mean, we talked about it how many times we fucking talk about growing up gay. I mean, at some point, it's going to get tiring. At some point. But at some point, but suddenly, not today, unsurprisingly. Sorry. Um, All I wanted was girl toys. Like, all yeah. I wanted was a girl toy. When there was an opportunity that a girl toy could pass as a boy toy, for example, the Harry Potter toys, like yes. they had like dolls, and I was like... I'm Done. in the clear. Like, I need these. I'm playing with them. I'm yeah. brushing Hermione's hair. Like, I win, I win, I win, I win, I win. It's crazy that we gender that shit. Like, I know that this is not, like, an original thought in the slightest, but, like, the fact that, like, there are parents who would won't let their children play with a certain toy because it's, quote-unquote, four boys or yeah, four no. girls. Like, 
Never in my life. It's so crazy. It's so sad. I mean, again, like, even if I wasn't playing with a toy, my parents were getting me the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, that could have been considered... Four girls. Four girls. Right. But they were like, okay, he's going to play with an Easy Bake Oven. It's baking. It's so nuts. Like, the idea that any item for a child would not be for... Like, it's just made for a kid. It's made like, for a kid. It's also, like, what the kid is gravitating towards. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, when you when you place, like, whether it should be for them, like, for their gender, for anything, I think, obviously, that's the that's the problem. But I was gravitating towards that Barbie dream house. Yeah, I was I gravitating towards my fucking littlest pet shop. Sorry. Yeah. It just happens that way. It happens that way. And it's, like, not a surprise. Like, who are you going to pick... The Hot Wheel or the fucking 200 little animals? The 200 animals. With magnets on their paws. With magnets on their paws. That would get rusty if you took them in the bath. I don't know why I really took... I Again, I can't get away from the fact that I just wanted to care for these things. And now I'm You were just caring? And I literally look back and I'm like, I feel sick. And that's why... That's the real reason. I felt a guilt when I had to put those stuffed animals in a bag... I'd say. I got too old. And you had to put the stuffed animals in a bag and you put it in the attic. You said, see you later. See you later. And then I was like, imagine as a child, every single day you're tucking them in. And then one day you have to say, I'm too old. You're shit to me. You're garbage. You're disgusting. I don't need, I'm a grown up. (laughs) I'm a grown up. I don't need you in my bed. Oh, I had stuffed animals in my bed until absolutely. I moved out. I remember always saying, I need these to make movies. Like, they were my actors. They were my performers. They were doing it all for me. (laughs) And, like, I remember always... I was like, I... Because I would, like, use my flip video and record... Obviously, as we know, every single toy was playing with 24-7. That's why I love, like, Coraline. You love Coraline. It's a perfect blend. See, that's something... That's something I never got into. You hate Coraline. What is it? Can we can we dissect you that? Wanna unpack why I want to unpack you that. Psychologically, unpack why you don't like Coraline. I do. I do for just like a little a second. Um, maybe. Do you think it's like is it the animation style? Is it like a fear? Is it like the discomfort? It's a little uncanny. It's a little uncanny for me. And you can't deal. With, you can't sit in that discomfort. No. Or are you like, afraid of discomfort? Oh. Oh yeah. Why? I don't know, because I just want to feel comfortable. Okay. I just want to be at What peace. about Coraline, Coraline was just like, wasn't there like the, she's like crawling into, like, it It made me sick. It made me so sick. It was like disturbing and creepy. And like for the age that we were seeing it at, what were we seeing at like sixth grade? Mm, it was like seventh or eighth grade. Oh, I was like 12. I think so. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Making up a song about Coraline. She's a peach. She's a pal. She's a dog. I did love when a song came in. There was a lot of songs in that movie. And it yeah, cut the tension. Yes. Okay, let's go into the next toy, please. Why did you say it like that? Because it's a big one. Boy brats are represented. Why do you keep smelling these? Okay, boy brats. I do believe have completely infiltrated the way in which I want to gay get men in Brooklyn dress. Yeah. This is literally every single gay 23-year-old in Brooklyn. Is wearing this outfit? Yes. Are I you guess kidding? you're right. I guess He's you're wearing right. a fucking padlock necklace, like a yeah. sub-bottom. He's wearing <laughs> these 
fire glasses, this hat, the his hair, bleach blonde middle part, gla- yeah, the this button-down so vintage Brooklyn. shirt, the Timberlands, and these baggy jeans, and the wallet chain. Things have never fashion hasn't changed. It has changed. It has it changed. Back. But you come back. This one I don't think is necessarily here. No, that's giving. He's giving like a little bit midwestern. Yeah, he's giving midwestern, but I think it's camp. It I think camp. you can have like a jean like this and make it work here. The thing about boy brats again, you can't tell me this was not made to be a little bit sexual. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying in like a funny way. Like, why does this? doll have like washboard abs and like a v-cut it doesn't make yeah the v-cut is always what really interested me because i'm like why did i need to see that no like it's a sexual doll (laughs) this is a crazy episode they were just making twinks like they should have just called the brats boys twinks this doll is asking me for ketamine um yeah it's time I want, I need to sniff something so soon. It's time to sniff it, you guys. You've heard the story. We have a new inbox. Shrek. Sniffable Shrek that's made me throw up as a child. It is in its box. This should not be open, but we are opening it today because we need to smell it. I need to sniff this. I hope the smell is there still. And I'm just going to talk about one thing. There's the stinky sunflower and it says on it, I stink. And it also says, J'empeste. And, Apesto. Apesto. If it made you throw up, I have a horrible gag reflex. You have a gag reflex? Not, listen, let's not get it twisted. I have a gag reflex when it comes to smells. I have a feeling that in the past 20 years, the smells have faded away. I think it's not there. I think the smell's gone. Oh, we, what we a disappointment. Just, we should just, just end the episode. episode, right? Doesn't even have a whiff of it. No. No. No, it doesn't. Were you a you, Toys R Us head? Obviously. Were you a little bit lose head? Don't you wish? I wish. I feel like that was like heaven's gates that Will was they being be locked i didn't of. even know who that bitch was until about a few months ago libby lou mm-hmm. you had no you hadn't heard of libby lou's until a few months I've ago i've never been to a libby lou's yeah well it's like it was four girls like it wasn't like we were attending a libby lou's but like a libby lou birthday party when they were like manicure makeover like all i wanted to do was go to a libby lou birthday party and it's like unfair like we need to we start to inv- i'm Kingdom. sure it's changed i had to go to fucking yeah, laser tag. I wanted Which Libby lose. Did love a laser tag. I liked laser but tag. But you wanted the makeover. I wanted a makeover sometimes. You, you wanted know? to just do the things that Libby Lou was doing. And it's like and she it's unfair of Libby to exclude us in that way. Like yeah. when there was like an all girls party, I was like, why can't I be invited to this? Yeah, it was honestly that's so messed up. And then it was also though like I remember and I've talked about this before like when I was having a party like doing a head count and being like oh my god there's too many girls invited like <gasps> I need to invite boys because like I can't have only girlfriends and like that was a concern of mine. And you're like dodgeball. Yeah, or like when I was having Halloween parties, I'd be like wait like I need more boys to Im- I need to invite more boys. You need like, to I even have the playing girls. field. Yeah, like the ratio was really off, and I was like that's not good. Why am I friends with the only, I'm only a lady, girls? I'm a ladies' man. I'm a, la- I'm a ladies' man. In Candyland? 
You have been trying to bring Candyland up on this podcast since day one. So you better have a lot of fucking shit to talk. I don't have a lot of shit to talk, Joe, but I wanted to be in that land myself. You wanted to, like, drive this... in the chocolate bog or whatever? I wanted to travel in the chocolate bog. I wanted to be in the candy cane damn forest. I wanted to go all all up and down that Candyland. You didn't... Tell can't... me more about Candyland. I didn't, never saw the movie, so I couldn't tell you. The movie? Yeah. Is there a movie? Yes, there is. From when? Uh, pretty recently. None of this is correct. Nothing you're saying is right. Isn't it crazy that, like, it's just like, I'm always being gaslit this place. And we're like, you're not right, though. There was no Candyland movie. Because I'm making it, Joe. You said it came out recently. <laughs> I like, could have swore it did. And you're going to tell me I, you're, I'm gaslighting you? The, the movie Candyland. Oh, you're right, Andrew. It came out in 2022. A seemingly naive and devout young woman finds her way in the underground world of truck stop sex workers, aka lot lizards. It's a horror. Duh. You weren't a big board gamer. I knew you were. I was a big board gamer. In fact, I still to this day am a big board gamer. I just think there's a lot gaming? of fucking fake bitches who cheat and cheat and lie and use that to psych me out because I've always been one thing about me. I may, I may be a bitch. I may be fucking rude. I may be judgmental. I may be a narcissist. I may be Me. really hard to get along, along with. with. I may be extremely difficult to speak to. Speak to. I may really psychoanalyze every single person I've ever met. I may have a huge fucking ego. I may have interpersonal relationship problems. I may owe a lot of people a lot of apologies. But I will never cheat on a board game. And that's more than one person in this room can say. Because you know what I can't say? Those t- No, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I did cheat. Yeah. I did cheat. And that just causes... Not me- in every board game, Joe. Not in every one. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't cheating on Sorry. I never played Sorry. Some of these games were ridiculous. I didn't need Sorry. The Game of Life, I never wanted to play that. No. No. You wanted to play... Honestly, Candyland. Candyland. Shoots and Ladders. Ladders. Monopoly? Monopoly, but people cheat too much. I'm not a cheater. I can't handle that. I just can't. You're right. I like to play, like, the uh, taboo games, right? The ones that you would, like, Cranium. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you can write it out. Categories. Categories. Mm -hmm. Because we're getting creative. We're getting creative. We're acting things out. We're acting things out. You know what I mean? Like, those were my games. And then I would go over to your house and we'd play, like, trivia the hardest fucking game i've ever ha- had to play yeah, um, it was intense it was so intense it was really intense to live through it and then like obviously i'm somebody who would like doubting everything so i'm like oh so i'm just the stupidest, stupidest one person. here yeah of course I'm so stupid and no one's necessarily helping you no one helped me get through that insecurity no no one helped me between you and your sister good children to the guidance office why was this episode so sexual? Because toys are very sexual. Stop flicking your nipples like you feel shit. Hey guys, this is my second time calling today because now I just need to vent about something that happened to me. Okay, I'm just like, might cry during this. Okay, so my roommate, is her friend from home goes to her college and we're friends with like her friend from home her friend from home's roommate and another girl, like, we're all friends and they all go out together and there's a couple guys in our group. 
I was the only girl from our friend group that wasn't invited to Valentine's Day. And, like, they all got each other gifts. Like, I get meals with them regularly. I just went out with them this past weekend. Like, I live with one of them. Am I overreacting? Should my feelings be hurt? Should I say something? Because I'm like, my feelings are so hurt. Like, I don't know what to do. And so, like, I'm just eating Cinnamon Life cereal and Samoa's in my bed right now because they're all having fun at Valentine's Day. I don't know. I think I'm being dramatic, but I just need a second opinion because my mom was like, fuck them hoes. They're bitches. Like, they're mean. And I'm like, I don't know if she's overreacting, but somebody tell me, please. Anyways, love you. Bye. One, we need Girl Scout cookies. So if yeah, first you, and foremost, your takeaways we need some of. If you're a Girl Scout, if you're get, a Girl Scout, <laughs> if you're a Girl Scout, and you're listening to the pod, or your sister, or your someone yeah, you, you know have, is a Girl a plug for girls, we will order them. We will you. order them. Second of all, you should be pissed. You should say fuck those bitches. But I'm gonna offer some sage advice from someone who's been excluded a few times and from someone who's observed a lot of exclusions. Is it Selena life. Gomez? No, I was talking about me. Oh. I thought you were going to tell her to kill him with kindness. I can't even believe that that's what just happened. I'm sorry to this poor listener. Um, no, I was going to say, yes, it is so fucked up. When you're, ex- when you're not invited to something, it always is going to feel shitty. Especially when you consider the people who are not inviting you to something your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's tough. I'm going to say, I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I would say, have dealt with being excluded from their friend groups mm-hmm. at points in their lives. And what I'm going to say is, you're probably better than the. You're probably, like, rising above those people mm-hmm. in terms of, like, who you belong with. And maybe you haven't found your actual crowd yet. No. Like, if there are people who are excluding you, they're un. Not to say they're uncomfortable with your presence, but there's a reason they don't want it, they don't want you around, and it might just be that you might just like need better friends. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, because your friend again, those those aren't your friends, right? Like, if you if your friends aren't inviting you to a place where they, especially for a holiday or like a Galentine's or whatever, like you should want to invite people. Yeah, to that. like. And again, that's no reflection on you. No, that's a reflection on me. This has nothing to do with you. And I think that if you are going to say something, I think you should. Yeah. But I don't think it's like a, I mean, maybe, maybe it is, but I would say take the, not take the high road, but like, be like, hey, I'm just feeling a little bit hurt. Honestly, like, why wasn't I invited? Right. Yeah. Is there a reason? And if they're, if they're defensive and they're nasty, different story. Maybe we pivot. Yeah, I would say that you're correct. I don't think you have to go in guns a-blazing. No. Um, but I would also say, like, find new friends. Genuinely, yeah. like, look outside of that group because you don't need those girlies. No. And I feel like you'll find people who want to hang out with you and want to invite you to Galentine's Day. Especially, like, that event. Like, yeah. you should never have to be alone. Like, you should never feel like that. That's fucking shitty. But at least you had those Samoas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, thank you for calling us in your time of need. Yeah, no, of course. And if I could have answered the phone, I would have. Yeah, you could have. I could have. Oh, my God. Hi, Andrew. I'm obsessed with you guys. I found you literally when you released episode one. 
Oh. And I've gotten all my girlies on it. I've got yeah. my boyfriend on it. We literally love the pod. Um, I was calling because I'm about to graduate college. And I got my degree and whatnot. But, like, I have absolutely zero clue what I want to do with my life. And what I really want to do is travel and eat. But, like, that's not sustainable. So I'm just, like, wondering because I know both of you guys work alongside the podcast. Like, Oh. Mm-hmm. How did you decide what you wanted to do? And then, like, do you have any advice on avenues or, like, strategies or things that I could do in order to, like, try and find a job that I will actually like and not, like, hate corporate America? So that's why I'm calling. Please let me know. You guys are the absolute best. Please come to Chicago. Please come to Chicago. I will. My friend group alone can sell out the entire, the entire theater. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love First of you. all, love you. The voice inflection that you have, yeah, incredible. Like the sing songiness of yes. your stunning voice is there, amazing. and it's incredible. Um, and I hate to say you should work for a company called EF Tours. Um, no, but if she wants, if you want to travel, you want to eat, you oh, want to do all wrong. these things. Like I wanted to do the same exact thing. Like I. Graduated with a finance degree I was like I don't know what I want to do with my life I thought I was going to do the Disney college program Put that to the side And then I found this company That I was like Oh It literally was like Pack your passports You're you're going here And I was like Wait What? And I found a company Where I could travel over the world Talk to people Eat the different cuisines And it was like A fun company culture So I'm not saying that you need to work for EF Tours But I'm saying that maybe look into the travel industry as a whole because there are a lot of opportunities to be able to travel and enjoy your work if that's what you're looking for. My advice would be follow your passion, like follow the thing that actually makes you excited. So like I think people like people want to work in fashion and they think they have to like immediately be like a designer or like you want to work in film and you think you immediately need to be on a film set. Like I think that like follow your passion in like the responsible steps like you don't need to be doing the thing that you think like whatever your true dream is like first of all you know what your everyone knows what their dream is like we all know we've wanted it since we were kids like if it feels like a fantasy like take actionable steps so if you want something all of our steps along our journey lead us to where we need to go Mm -hmm. so like find something that makes you excited to go to work that you could use going forward in like what you want to do. And it doesn't need to be exactly the perfect job. It doesn't need to be exactly the perfect place. Um, but if it excites you enough, you can stay there for a couple of years. You can leave in a year. I had, I think five jobs in my first four years of mm-hmm. working and like it was perfect for me. Like I needed yeah. that. Um, so like, don't feel like it, nothing's so permanent, nothing's so intense, and the decisions you make right now are not going to last forever. So, like, follow what is fun. And, like, EF is a great example of yeah. that. Like, follow something that you can, like, have fun doing. Yeah. And, yeah. Have like, fun doing and, like, also surround yourselves with other people who are into similar interests as well. Yeah. Like, me at BuzzFeed yeah. was that. I yeah. was like, this is literally ideal. I wasn't doing... I I graduated college wanting to be a screenwriter and literally wanting a podcast. Yeah. And I was not doing any of those things, but I was in a workplace that felt like an avenue to that and also, like, around people who were like-minded. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is literally all I need. Like, yeah. and free food. I'm so hungry. What'd and you get today? Papa? 
Oh, what did Papa get? I got some international snacks. You're kidding. Can you believe this? I can't believe it. And international snacks don't come cheap, but I can only think that they're going to knock our socks off. I'm sure our socks won't be on for much longer. And you know what? I'm not wearing any. We have two items. Okay. One item is from Korea. These are sun chips. Sun chips, garlic baguette. Ah! A garlic baguette sun chip. And then we have just a chocolate sandwich Ritz from Japan. You're kidding. A chocolate sandwich Ritz from Japan? From Japan. I just need to smell. Oh. I don't know what to say. Oh, they're garlicky. Okay, you ready? You guys, you get the garlic at the beginning, but then it's like, it just tastes like straight butter. It's very butter. It's very buttery. To put it quite frankly, you got to get your hands on these sun chips from Korea. Garlic baguette. Okay, I already know what these are going to taste like, but I just needed it. I'm happy with these choices. I'm really happy with the sun chips, and I actually can't wait to turn the camera off. I can't wait to finish them. Yeah, because tonight it's, it's game over. Mm-hmm. That actually just made my night. Oh! Guys. Guys, me and all the dolls that I had sexual awakenings with, thank you so much for tuning in. And we literally thank you for finishing out this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in. You know exactly where to find us across all platforms at Good Children Pod. On Instagram at Andrew Muscarella. At Joe Hedges. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. And we're switching things up on Patreon for those of that. Wanna get up, wanna get down. That's how I feel right now. Seven dollars. Seven bucks. Don't forget to do your homework. Like, comment, comment subscribe, subscribe, write a review. Write a review. Write a review. Because in this world. Some people need to see things. And for us, I need to see positive affirmation. Positive affirmation. Always. So write that review. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. Spread the good word. Send it to five people you might know. We should do chains. And we'll see you next week <laughs> for another episode. See you. Thanks for tuning in. I want to soak up the sun I want to tell everyone to buy the garlic, garlic baguettes. Oh, I think it's over. I think this might be up. I think it's over.